0: Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, it's Patty here, and I am back from a couple of week break. If you get my emails or follow me on social media, you probably know what has happened. But on the chance that you're just catching this on the podcast for the first time, I want to tell you what's gone on because it has a lot to do with what I want to talk about today. So, what I want to tell you about is how to manage when life throws you a curveball, when something unexpected happens. And I think this will probably be especially meaningful if the thing that happens doesn't feel great. So, the day that this, that my last podcast went live, March 6th, uh, two police officers came to the door. And I will tell you, that alone is enough to pretty much send your life upside down. They came to tell us that my father had passed away unexpectedly. And it was a shock. He um, certainly is getting on in years. He was going to be 90 this year. So it wasn't that he hadn't lived a full life. He absolutely had, but he was still very much alive. He played poker twice a week. He had two different games he was in. He went on trips all the time. He lived on his own. He drove himself everywhere. I mean, he was 100% alive and um, living You know, life to its fullest. He lived locally for me, so I got to see him all the time, and my kids had a close relationship with him, and that was really wonderful for us. And It's been especially wonderful in the weeks that have gone on since he passed because time and time again, I've come back to um, memories that have reminded me that we had a full relationship. We had a full relationship deep relationship. And it is a very powerful gift to be sitting in grief and yet not have regrets, not have second guessed. Did I spend enough time with my dad? Did I make the most of that time? Because I did, you know, we, um, we go to, our childhood amusement park playland, which is in Rye, New York, we were still going up until this past summer. And my dad was still doing everything, <laughs> riding the whip, the roller coaster there. The dragon coaster is I think one of the first wooden roller coasters in the country. And it is exactly as old as my dad. It was created in, I believe, May. And my dad was born in June. It's eight, It'll be 90s, 90 years old this year. And he has ridden it for most of his life. So we had all of those memories. And that is a wonderful thing. And as I have shared the stories of my dad's, my dad's life and life with us and our memories, I've been getting a lot of stories of people who've told me that they've been inspired by the memories I shared and that they took their... You know, mother or father out because of that, those memories and that, you know, having seen all of the opportunities we had to spend time together, that that has inspired other people to go out and spend time with their parents. And it doesn't have to be your parents. It could be whoever is important to you. You know, I've actually also gotten a lot of emails from people who have shared with me that it's been really hard to watch this journey as I've shared what it's been like to have lived my adult life with my father because they didn't have that kind of relationship with their parent and that it was you know they're processing their own pain around that and if that's you i i send you my love because what i've been realizing since my dad passed is that you know it's one thing to be missing him the guy that was my dad jim manning that's a that's one grief and then there's this other grief that comes with being a person on the planet without a father. And they're two different things. And so for those of you who never experienced what it was like to be on this planet, this go around with, with a father who, who cared for you, uh, my heart goes out to you because right in this moment, I can understand that that loss and if something i'm telling you is causing you any pain might you know i send you my love and my compassion because it's definitely not my intention and really my intention of this podcast was to share you know some of the things i did before my dad passed that really set me up to be in this situation where yes i'm grieving but i'm still able to do it without regrets and so here it is you know the first thing is that i was very clear a few years ago i got very clear on what was important to me in the order of importance you know you've probably picked up on it's you know being um being a parent to my kids and contributing to my community um running my business cuz i love this i love inspiring people i love helping them grow their businesses i ha- i love working with people to make money in a way that feels good and is balanced so that it feels like wealth as opposed to just a bank balance and then you know a deficit in life and my marriage my friends you know all of these things and my relationship with my dad and it you know Probably the thing that contributed most to where I prioritized that is my relationship with my mom, which you know we spent a lot more time together than I did with my dad. They were married, but um, you know, my mom was a mom, and when she died you know six and a half years ago, it was so clear to me that you know how delicate time is and to really honor it and to to use it wisely. And at the time my kids were still pretty little when my mom passed, they were five and seven. So it was still a little chaotic. But as they got a little bit older, I really did put that time into being there with my dad. And, you know, your parent might not be your priority. And that's okay. You know, there's everyone's priorities are different. But here's what I want to encourage you to do is right now, write down well, maybe finish listening to the podcast, but sometime today, write down your values, like what is most important to you, and get really clear on it, because it also has a lot to do with um, how you process these curveballs when they come in. And, um, you know, when you have a difficult time. So just get really clear on what's most important to you and don't worry about what's most important to your siblings or to your, even your partner or the world at large. Don't let that inform your choices. You get to have whatever is most important to you be top of mind. There's a concept I talk about all the time, especially when I'm working with my entrepreneur clients, which is you have to be aligned in your souls. So you, you must have soul alignment to create wealth with purpose. And what that means is, you know, you are following your soul's guidance. Well, if you're not clear on what's most important to you, you will get off track with that really quick, really fast. Well, I guess I just that's the same thing really quick really fast you get to the point you get the point so anyway you want to know what's most important to you and you want to make sure you're making space for that first and then you fill in the blanks with everything else you know that's so many people have attributed me to being some productivity manager or time manager i have a program called the 20 hour work week and it was you know how i got my business to manage my multi six figure business with Only working 20 hours a week. And it's not that I sit at home and do nothing for all those other hours. It's that I'm the rest of those hours are with all of these, these things I value the people mostly, and then myself caring for myself so that I can be there for those people. Well, all of that comes from knowing really clearly what's most important to you. So the 20-hour work week, when I developed it, I didn't decide, I only want to work 20 hours because I love what I do. What it was, it was that I just didn't want, want to feel pulled in many directions and never really getting to have the life I wanted. So I figured out what was most important, made space for that first. And that was being here for my kids when they got home from school, and I'm not suggesting that that has to be your priority at all. Please hear that clearly because a lot of times as parents, we can really judge ourselves based on what other parents choose for themselves. That's not what I'm saying. You may be fine being home at six o'clock for your kids or any other time or traveling. That's not a judgment on my part, but that was just a priority for me. And then it was really important that I had a day to myself where I could just really you know, receive and write and contemplate and imagine and dream and vision that was just something super important because if i didn't have that i found i was really kind of grumpy with the people in my life and then of course making space for my marriage you know my marriage aside from our mutual role as parents together which can happen when you're married with kids you can just get consumed with you know, running the corporation of your family as opposed to just you know investing in your marriage and then spending time with my dad and my family, my extended family, and then investing in the community, either when I'm teaching at the university or running my Girl Scout troop, or you're running the the different committees that I chair at our school and in our school district, and helping some local people that are running for office. I help them work on their speaking abilities. These are all things that were deeply important to me based on my value system. And so when I kind of carved out space for all of that, that's when I backed into the fact that I needed a 20-hour work week. And you may not, you 48, 40 hours may be good for you. And still you want to use the same process. Because, and here's where we get to the punchline: <laughs> when life throws you that curveball, like two police officers showing up at your door and telling you that that someone you love is no longer with you, well, at least not in the physical form, then you can start to reorganize things more quickly than if you're confused about what's most important. So that day that my dad passed, I was in the middle of a launch and it was really easy for me to put that launch on hold. One, because I knew there was no way I could serve my people all, you know, Anyone who was going to be a part of that training and that learning, I couldn't serve them when I was in the middle of grieving my father. I knew that my kids would need me. I knew that the event of losing a parent was bigger than just myself. It was a community event and that all my attention needed to go to that for a little while, you know, so I could heal myself and also so that I could be there for my family and and the extended community that had lost my dad. I could do that. I could reorder everything and make the hard decisions about that launch and the repercussions of that decision because I was clear on what was most important. And so I really want to encourage you to do that because now, looking back, I, I'm still, you know, obviously grieving. I'm just starting to get my game back. (laughs) I'm here with you. And if I was confused about that, if I hadn't done that work a few years ago of getting clear, I don't know that I could have made the choices I made as quickly as I made them, especially in What I was going through. I also have an incredible support team. I have um, Josie, who's my online business manager, and she's my right hand gal. I mean, she was able to get in there and take over everything. That's another thing, you know, in the 20 hour work week, I talk about a lot is, you know, how do you find your team members? How do you find what to hand off to your team members? And then how do you hire them so that you have this really strong team? And then I had other people on my team that could help as well, as well as a myriad of amazing entrepreneurs who just knew me and asked how they could help. And then friends and family, the same thing. Also have amazing clients who understood. And I hope that one of the reasons why they were able to understand is because I have given them enough love and attention that they knew how important they are to me. And they knew that as soon as I could be back in the game with them, I would be. And then I hold them close to my heart. So you know when life throws you curveballs I think it's so important to say okay forget what the outside world would recommend what is it that you know my soul is telling me to do and then probably one of the greatest gifts that I received and and I encourage you to look and find the same for yourself is you know, in November, I had found a new coach. I had been without one for some time six months, longest I think I've ever been without a coach. And um, I was specifically looking for a coach and a mastermind situation. And this group that when I found them, I knew they were perfect for me. And they have been amazing. They have been amazing through this whole thing. And that's, such a key component when you look for a coach and you're looking for a mastermind that you find one that not only can you know, that's super successful or can get you success but that shares your values. You know when I kind of somewhat shyly confided that I just I needed to put my launch on hold for a period. I was kind of expecting at least some pushback from some of them or maybe even my coach and they said of course of course your family comes first and that just reminded me of how grateful i am for for that kind of support to be in place and so right now some of the advice i'm giving you some of the journey i'm sharing with you i'm sharing with you to remind you that the best thing to do is to put everything in place before the curveball arrives you know before the thing you hope never happens Happens, and I hope it doesn't happen to you anytime soon, but you know, sometimes crappy things happen. Sometimes things we're sad about happen. If you do the work now while everything is basically okay, and you put those supports in place, and you get your values clear, mm-hmm. and you're very clear about why you're doing what you're doing, and you're allowing your soul to lead you, and you're making choices from love. And these are all the pieces of the puzzle. Well, then when the thing happens that you wish didn't happen, it won't be confusing and it won't be hard to to make the choices you need to make. Now, I certainly hope that you have many, many years without even needing the advice I gave you today. But on the chance that it is in your horizon, let's say 12 months from now, something's going to happen that's going to kind of throw you for a loop. Do this work now. And here's the awesome part. If you do this work, not only does it help you when something goes wrong, it makes the going right periods so amazing. When I get up in the morning And I know I've got my awesome team. I've got Josie and then I've got this coach and I've got this great mastermind I belong to. And then I have all these amazing clients and I'm clear on why I do what I do and it feels good. And and I have strong relationships in my life. Well, that just makes everything else better. That makes the success sweeter. And that's what makes life filled with wealth versus just money. So... What I want you to know is, although I did not record a podcast for the last couple of weeks, you were without a doubt in my heart, and I send you my love. I hope that you know my curveball gets to count for all of you like <laughs> if i if I took on this nonsense, you know, well, it's not nonsense. death is a legitimate part of this life experience, but if I had to bear some pain and it means that. I'm bearing it for us as a community, well, then that's that brings me joy. And I certainly send you so much love on your journey, and I wish nothing but health and happiness and love for you, for everyone you love, for the people around you. And today, the one ask I have is make some time, get clear on what's most important to you, and then make sure that you are building your life and business around that. Love you much. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found us. It fills my heart when I read a review and helps us reach many more people. So, thank you.